I know, I know, nobody wants to talk about guilt, but it comes up in almost every keynote, session, conversation. We are diving into guilt, so join us. I'm JJ DiGeronimo, and I select each episode with you in mind, a working woman that wants to have more influence and impact than they have today. With insight and research, you can gain momentum, knowledge, and even tools to help you leap in the direction you desire. With each episode, you can visit the show notes where I include additional links, worksheets, and questions for podcast clubs. Let's get started. There is almost not a week that goes by that a woman does not ask me about guilt. How do I stop feeling guilty? Why do I feel so guilty? When is this guilt going to step aside so I can move forward? Guilt is an overwhelming energy that holds so many women back. And so I had to do a little bit of investigation because I too struggle with guilt. It seems like once I had children and taking care of my parents or doing things in the community, I put on my guilt backpack. And that guilt backpack has stuck with me for years. And it's often described as an emotion that we evaluate ourselves in a way that we feel bad about ourselves if we don't do something or we don't show up or if we do do something but don't do it the right way. Guilt is an emotion that many of us carry, that many of us cannot figure out how to get around. And I think for some of us, just addressing it head on is so important. Why and how do you feel guilty? So making a list of all the times in your week you feel guilty and then evaluating why you feel guilty at that particular time. Now for me, some of the common reasons I feel guilty is because I want to show up to something or someone more often and I don't have time to do it. When I do show up, I didn't bring all the materials or wish I was able to stay longer or was able to provide more information or more detail. Or I really want to do something, but something else is pulling me away. Or my favorite is I've got work to do and I just can't do that right now. There are a variety of reasons why you may feel guilty, but I think for many of us, hitting it head on and really thinking about why am I feeling guilty at this particular moment and what can shift this energy to something else or something more productive. It's sort of funny that I use the word productive because if you do any Google searches about feeling guilty, most of it revolves around not feeling productive enough, which is mind-blowing because so many of us are producing, delivering, creating, and pulling things over the finish line. So before I jump in, I think it's just important to note that I do not think there is a solution for guilt. I think we're always going to have guilt. And for me, it's really about measuring how often I feel guilty and minimizing how often it occurs. And this is not easy. In fact, when I interviewed several women for my first book, many of them talked about guilt. And even last week, I was participating in a woman's event and they submitted questions before the event and guilt came up three times. I think for many of us, we are doing so many things, but there are things that we really really want to be doing. And many times that comes down to the people we love and things we enjoy doing and not getting enough of that time makes us feel guilty. 
Now for others of us, it may be that you're younger and you're like really audaciously pursuing your career goals and you feel guilty you didn't get enough produced or you didn't hit enough of your milestones. And if you're later in life, you might have guilt about what your previous decisions were. So wherever you are in the spectrum, recognizing you're not alone, guilt is normal and we all feel guilt or guilty at different times in a day, a week, or a month. So much of the research talks about really thinking about where are you spending your time? And I talk about this so much in this podcast because so many of us say yes to so many things so quickly and we really occupy or fill up all of our hours in a week without even recognizing it. So really thinking about where are you over committing, where are areas you're spending too much time, and what are things that might be not best suited for your schedule right now. Now I know it's not easy, but you do have to take the time to assess your yeses. And if you really don't know how to do that or you need to revisit it, pop back to episode two. Aligning your yeses, your work, and your energy for the next level of impact. This chart is absolutely instrumental. It comes with a four-page worksheet. And really, for many of us, it's really identifying where are you overcommitting, which is number one. Where are you overcommitting yourself in a way that makes you feel guilty in other aspects of your life? Now, you may or may not realize this, but there is such a thing as time anxiety, And I really think many of us have this in some respects, that we don't have enough time for all the things we want to get done or all the things we committed to. So if you think you might have time anxiety, you should check out the article, How to Stop Feeling Guilty for Not Being Productive. And that's in the show notes at jjdgeronimo.com forward slash 28. Now we might have heard, hey, if you're feeling guilty, go grab a yoga class or start to meditate. And for some of us, that may work. But for many of us, if we do not know how to control the conversation we're having in our head, then sometimes it's very difficult to relax or really use these as tools to create presence and space in between the thoughts you're having in your head. As many of us know, that thought pattern in our head can go crazy. The ideas, the stories, and how we beat ourselves up is more normal across more of us than we like to admit. And if you don't have tools and techniques to really calm that conversation down, or at least try to partition yourself from that conversation, then going to classes or trying to do meditation might not work for you. Now, I'm a big believer in mindfulness, but it took me three or four sessions to even understand what I was trying to accomplish. And when I say sessions, I mean I stopped and started an eight-week course three or four times. And it wasn't until I really got to a point in my life where I was beating myself up so much and I did not have a lot of joy that I really focused on channeling my energy in a way that could be more productive in regards to how I ran my life. And so instead of being managed by tasks, I actually was managing myself by the energy level I had each day and each week because I'm a big believer in frequency. And if you want to work at an energy level that's positive, productive, enjoyable, and high in the sense that you have a positive energy and you're high on life, then you really do have to manage that energy. And to do so, you have to be mindful of your thoughts. Now, this was not easy for me, as I already mentioned, and I actually interviewed my mindfulness teacher, Suzanne, in a 10-part series, The 10 Lessons I Gained from My Mindfulness Practice. 
Now you can access these videos for free by going to jjdgeronimo.com forward slash mindfulness for women, or you can visit the show notes as I've already mentioned at jjdgeronimo.com forward slash 28, and there'll be a link there for you. The importance of your thoughts is absolutely critical in how you feel because how you talk to yourself, how you feel about yourself, drive your actions. And if your actions are making decisions based on the fact that you feel guilty, you may end up working more hours than you want, or you may turn down opportunities that are really important to you because you feel like you're behind the eight ball. So I think for many of us, we have to have realistic expectations of what we can get done each week, each month, in each quarter. And for many of us, we have to reframe our expectations. Just because you've run at your job as hard as you possibly can, it's not practical to keep up that pace. So really looking at where you say yes and where you're aligning your energy is really important, especially if you want to minimize the guilt and create a frequency that you desire to work at each day. So for many of us, if we're feeling an overwhelming sense of guilt, you do need to step back, analyze where you're spending your time, gaining insight on exactly why you're feeling guilty and what triggers higher sensations of guilt? And then what are the stories behind what you're telling yourself of why you feel guilty? For example, if you're staying at work three nights a week till 11 o'clock at night and you're missing out on quality time at home or with family and friends, what are you really working on? Are you getting the office too late? Can you start earlier? Do you need to do all these projects right now? Or are you saying yes to too many things that really don't need all of your time? And can you allocate some of the work to other people? So really thinking about you, your time, and where you're spending it, and then backing into why that might make you feel guilty, the stories that maybe are fueling you to drive in that direction. Maybe you're not feeling good enough, you're not smart enough, you haven't gotten promoted, people at work don't think you take your work seriously. Whatever those stories are for you, diving into those stories that are fueling the guilt that are impacting your actions, that is the key to really getting under the covers of how you can better manage your guilt. And I'd like to add that for most of us, we are incredibly productive. We're delivering in so many areas of our lives that keeping track of your accomplishments is a key way to give yourself a little reassurance that you are working really hard, you are delivering results, and that you don't need to be driving at the pace, the speed, or the duration that you have put the pressures on yourself to date. And as I mentioned before, you are going to feel guilty because you're a high performer and there are a lot of things you want to be doing, but the reality is you have to put your big rocks in first. You have to prioritize the big things that are important to you. Those things go in your schedule. And I use my scheduling software of putting those big rocks in every month to make sure I'm at the things that are super important to me. So before I start the week or before I start a day, I look to see my color-coded system. What are the things I absolutely need to be at? And if my schedule shifts or I'm asked to take on more responsibility, making sure I set the right expectations of when I will be able to complete that. For example, I have really moved my responses from I'll get that back to you later today till I'll get that back to you in two or three days. And it's funny because if I say, hey, you know what? I really appreciate your interest. I'll get you back a proposal in two to three days. Most people say, yes, they're fine with it. Not many people are expecting me to turn things around that day, although I had that expectation on myself. And so I would be in my office late hours when things were happening outside my office that I wanted to participate in, making me feel guilty because I said I would do something in a certain amount 
sometime that wasn't even expected of me. So making sure that you set those expectations and even giving yourself an extra 48 hours to get things done so that you have rooms for the things that are really important to you. As you know, I've said this many times, is your life is really up to you and your choices determine your level of happiness. So if you're feeling incredibly guilty, not getting enough done, unproductive, or you're talking to yourself in a way that is really unhealthy, you are the only one that can shift that. You are the only one that can make decisions to really prioritize yourself, your well-being, and your health, and the people that are important to you. When you set up your schedule each week, each month, each quarter, you are deciding your priorities. So if you don't like the way your priorities sit right now, you now have perspective and you can take action to change those. With this, I hope you'll share your techniques and tools you use to manage the guilt. And hopefully this helps you get a little perspective that many of us are challenged with a lot of the same issues in dealing with high levels of guilt. But it really is up to us to prioritize our time, pick the right activities, and be honest with the people you love about what and where you need to be, and recognizing that they too choose you, and life really comes down to how you make people feel when you show up. So hopefully you're showing up in the right places. See you again here next time. 